Hello and welcome to a Tuesday late evening episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Fresh off the Penguins 5-2 big win over the New Jersey Devils tonight. Just a monster win for the Penguins. They bank points 85 and 86. Moved to within three points of the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, Just a lot went down, but um, you know... Um, we're also joined uh, for tonight. He's been on this podcast many times. He wanted to come back. I obliged because I'm very nice, and he's one of my very, very good friends, and we do this a lot, and he's really, really good at it. So um, Cameron Easton, uh, not that fair on Twitter. Um, he joins the podcast again, it seems. Cam, what's going on? Uh, yes, I am back, and I am finally back. Um, yeah, Penn's finally getting that win. It's... It's been a struggle since I've uh, since I've been last on this show. Um, last time I remember they were in first place. That seems like a whole a, a dream. Yeah, you, had, you, right you had the sound clip uh, for that, and then you uh, had the sound clip now. Um, very very good sound <laughs> clips as usual. Um, you have plenty of them on your uh, PC, but <laughs> that was really really good. Um, yeah. It's good to have you back on, man. This the Penguins. Thank you. The Penguins needed this win. They got it. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll start off with Evgeny Malkin cam um, played like God uh, tonight, two goals basically said, you know what? I'm going to go into full 2011, 2012 mode and uh, carry this team to a win tonight. Try to carry this team into the playoffs. And uh, that's exactly what he did. Yeah, that was vintage Malkin tonight. And, you know, um, going into this game, he had um, a couple big point uh, games these past couple games, even though the Penguins uh, weren't working in, in their, uh, traditional penguins way. <laughs> yeah. That's, but, um, that's one way to put it. Yeah. It's like the, like, yeah. the third straight game that he's had a goal. But yeah. I mean, now. when yeah. you see that Malkin fist pump after a goal, you know, it's, it's getting real. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what, yeah, that's one way to put it up. Had that uh, first goal came in the third period. I Latang actually set that up. Um, Blackwood, he kind of got a piece of it, you know, though not all of it. And then on the second goal, just a beautiful wrist shot. Blackwood really had no oh, chance. That on was it. my kid. That was the dagger oh, right there to go up four two. When Malkin did his, you said his vintage fist, uh, fist pump. Uh, yeah, you know it's a big game when Evgeny Malkin plays like that. He was by far, I think, the best player on the ice for either team. You know, especially for the Penguins. And you know they're going to need that down the stretch here as uh, a lot of these Metro games, you know, keep coming up as <laughs> this. The stretch is uh, never-ending for the Metro teams, but yeah, Cam, uh, that was... You know, when Evgeny Malkin takes a game over like that, there probably aren't five players in the league who are better than him. Um, I still have said, you know, when he's on his prime, there you can make the argument that he potentially is the best player in hockey, you know, when he is on and just doing his thing. Because he's been that way before. We've seen it, of course, in 2011-12. We've seen it during the 2015 uh, 16 season at times the next season after when he was just all going off in the playoffs. Um, you know, this is, this is the Evgeny Malkin, a uh, little bit of a redemption tour, I should say after a, not, not as good of a season last year, but, um, what a season he's having. Um, that's 11 points in his last five games now. Um, just incredible stuff. Yeah. I mean, when Malkin is on his game and, and like that, I mean, he's the most dominant player on the ice. There's no question about it. And, um, you know, after all the the questioning about his game over this past offseason, um, he's definitely um, answering the bell right now. And um, Bob Airy mentioned it during the game, which I thought was really amazing, that this is the first time in his career right now, up to, up to this point in the season, where 
he is um, his faceoff percentage is um, win, you know, winning faceoff percentages um, for the first time in his career and on the good side, good side of things. And um, you know, when you look at that aspect of his game, along with the points production compared to last season, um, he is definitely you know he's going to carry this team to the playoffs, I think. And um, you know, Sid looks a little off his game right now. And, um, I, I know he, he had that, uh, you know, he, he said after a post game, a couple games ago that he needs to really step up, but, and he had a couple games these past couple games, a couple goals this past couple games. And, um, but tonight it just looked a little off for me. I, I don't know if he thought the same thing. That's but. what I was going to get to next, actually. Yeah. Um, it seemed, I don't know what's going on with Cindy Crosby right now. Um, I think we, like you said, we both know that this is not the Cindy Crosby that we've been accustomed to seeing. I don't think he's 100%. Uh, I think he's still playing a little bit hurt from those that hernia injury. Um, and that injury must uh, is. I don't think it's that's no joke. Those hernia injuries, it looks like, just are, are no bueno. Um, he just he's not he's not shooting in prime scoring chances. He's trying to make that extra pass. I counted probably at least two to three times tonight. Where Crosby had golden chances to shoot, you know, where he would if he were 100% healthy, and he's just passing these chances off, you know. He's not winning as many puck battles as he normally has. I know he made um, Carolina on uh, Sunday look foolish at times, you know, behind the net, but, you know, I think he can do that, you know, when he's even maybe 20% healthy because he's just that good behind the net. But, yeah, I don't really know what's going on with him. Um, It needs to be fixed soon, but... Yeah, um, it's it's a definitely a little bit of concern. I think he's hopefully going to uh, pry his way out of it. He usually does. Um, hopefully, he'll get more healthy um, as the se- as we get closer to the playoffs. But um, yeah, Cam, you hit the nail on the head. They definitely need more from their captain right now. Yeah, I think the biggest thing I've noticed over his this little down period for him is just the zone entries, and I, th- I think he's just. I, I know it's stupid of me to say but i mean it, it kind of just seems like he's doing a little too much right now you know what i mean making that one pass he shouldn't be making i mean there was even when you're looking on the power play and the, their power play is power play has been abysmal mm-hmm. to say the least and it's one word for um me. yeah and i just you know he, he, it's Sidney crosby you know what i mean and he's gonna find his game and obviously something's bothering him and it you alluded to, you know, possibly being that injury, and that could be the case, very well be the case, but, um, you know, when this is Sidney Crosby's team, but when you you have Malkin playing like that and he's on your team, um, you, you're going to do fine, and I think um, they just need the rest of the lineup to step up to the plate as well. Yeah, no, and, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, they, they did that tonight, and, you know, um, there's a, some other things I want to touch on, like the third defensive pairing. But, um, you know, I mean, the third line tonight looked really good. Mm-hmm. Evan Rodriguez um, finally getting his first goal as a Penguin looked great. Um, you know, I even like that fourth line. And personally, and going back to Crosby, and I know Dominic Simone got a little hate, but... I think Crosby's missing Simone right now, just from my perspective of things. I think, you know, the Sherry trade, it was, I think, good in some eyes to the fans. But I think Sherry should be on the uh, the third line. And when Simone comes back, that should be a 
bring him back on the top line. That's going to be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, I think he does potentially miss Simone a little bit. You know, Simone's very crafty with the puck, a little more than Sherry. Um, I still do think that Sid likes playing with Sherry a lot. Um, they they, yeah. they click a lot, but yeah. Um, you hit a two with Evan Rodriguez. That was a rocket of a shot um, past Blackwood. A top shelf too. Maybe. I think it was what went bar under. Bar under. Um, really yeah, he could. He, he put his head up and looking at the scene like, oh my god. Like, yeah, really. Like, that was yeah, that was good. Hey, they got some depth scoring tonight, which is you know something they've been lacking a little bit um, in recent games, but. Um, just, yeah, just great to get that goal. Um, you know, we're going to have more coming up after this break, um, you know, including um, the play of Chris Letang, which is um, where they they need more. They need more uh, from him is one way to put it. All right. So, uh, yeah, I alluded to it before the break. You know, Chris Letang, uh, Cam, um, tonight he had this really, just really careless penalty, um, just slaps the stick out of one of the Devils players' hands. I'm trying to remember. Um, who it was, oh, I'm going to have to go back and watch it, but just, um, yeah, Chris Letang has not been Chris Letang these past four to five games, it's inexcusable, that penalty was inexcusable, the Devils had a five on three for almost a full two minutes, the Penguins were very lucky that um, they did not give up a goal there, the Devils power play, you know, that's probably one of the only power plays that would fail to score um, in a five on three for a minute, 42 seconds, considering the Devils are not good, but, you know, I think the Penguins, P.K. Ayers, um, and Matt Murray probably deserve 10 steak dinners after that mm-hmm. effort because it was a really good effort. They were sacrificing their body and everything. But to go back to Crystal Tang Cam, you know, I tweeted this during the game. Um, besides goaltending down the stretch, and we'll get to go- the goaltending later in this episode as Matt Murray was absolutely spectacular tonight outside of the first goal. Um, they're going to need Chris Letang back to being the Chris Letang that we all know because they will not go far if Chris Letang is taking penalties like this, you know, making some bad decisions with the puck. Um, and, you know, people, you know, I, I'm not I'm not a Chris Letang hater. You know, I, 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 for anyone that listens to this podcast, I am a major fan of Chris Letang. I think he's obviously... Easily their best overall defenseman, I think. No, no, you're part of the Latang cult. <laughs> yes, there is, yeah, yeah. the Latang no. cult is in full, full swing, especially on Twitter. You know, um, but you know we won't speak of Penn's, Penguins Chronicles on this episode uh, until now. But you know what? We're Oof. not going to go to uh, roast him. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I think he's their best overall defenseman. Um, no, I don't think he needs healthy scratched. I saw some of those people talking about that. They're in a playoff race, but uh, they need to. Fine. They need to fine tune his game. Yeah, and you know it's interesting. It's right when uh, Brian Dumoulin came back, where I've I've, I've noticed that his his game is kind of which is a weird bit of a dip, right? And I don't know if it's because he he's adjusting to not playing with Jack Johnson, but um, you know, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, I mean those those types of penalties you just do not take and Malkin is a a prime example of some of the stuff yeah, he's he's done, he's done in the past too. yeah um they they just he can't be taking those penalties and you know they they definitely need this one tonight but i'm i'm if when it comes to a playoff series and Latang does that then i'll i'll be mad you know what i mean but yeah. I, i'm fine with it tonight you know there was a little frustration with the tank, probably with his how he's been playing, and you know. But hey, um, he it's Crystal Tang, you know, and yeah. despite some criticisms, he's going to find his game, and when the time is right, he is going to be you know the prime defenseman that he is. 
Yeah. Um, it, it, but it's, and yeah. and Dumoulin has been lights out. Well, yeah, yeah, he's been he's been playing spectacular. I mean, it's it's night and day from what Jack Johnson was on the top pairing. And anyone is um, light and day uh, away from Jack Johnson, but uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Jack Johnson, Cam, he, did you see the penalty that he had in the first period tonight when he uh, put the puck over the uh, the glass for basically no reason? Yeah. Jack, Jack yeah. Johnson, I, um, he's at it again. I, I tweeted about that, and it was just like and, – and that was when Matt Murray lay in that goal um, that was not good. And, you know, you, you can blame Murray for that bad goal, but it's like – Okay, Jack Johnson put him in that five on four, and you know, and it's just I don't know, I don't know. Justin Schultz and Jack Johnson are not a great pairing at all, and because when you have Justin Schultz pinch in the offensive zone, and then you're leaving Jack Johnson stranded for a two on one, you're just you're creating disaster, and I, I see that too often. And that's you one know, way to put it. Um, and I, it was interesting watching the pregame with uh, Mike Rupp. In the Penguins pregame for the show, I mean, they were showing some defensive mishaps over the past couple games, and I kid you not, like all but like one video clip was Schultz and Johnson, and it was just careless mistakes and creating two on ones, three on twos. That just like it was just like really, you know. And but you know, it was good to see Schultz finally get that goal tonight too. Um, yeah, Justin Schultz was um he was great tonight. Yeah, that was you know, he uh was good defensively and um he of course had that goal to go up two one. That was a vintage Justin Schultz game. The Penguins are going to mm-hmm. need much more of that down the stretch as he's just been mostly, of course, a disaster, you know. Um I thought Hell froze over when he had that shift um when he scored the goal and had a good defensive play before that, and um it looks like it did. But um yeah, that's what's gonna had to get to next. The Penguins, they really need that version of Justin Schultz down the stretch. It's, um, they're probably not going to get the version that they saw in 2016-17. That's pushing it, I think, a little too far. But if he could just be adequate um, on the third pairing, um, I think that'll be perfectly fine. Um, you get the nail on the head. I just want recall on on the third pairing. I man. wish. I mean, that's 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 all I want. And I just I, there has to be something that's keeping Johnson on that third pairing, like in in the in the lineup, because I, I something the defensive or. Not the defense, but the head coach Mike Sullivan sees because Jim Rutherford likes him, right? I don't know. He's a good guy. He's just tired, you know. He's tired. <laughs> he's a, he's tired. He just he just had a kid. Yeah, break. you know. Yeah, I guess. But hey, no. And for real, congrats to Jack Johnson and his family. Yes, that's very good. Um, as much grief we give him, um, there's no jokes on that. No jokes on that. Congratulations. But yeah, in all seriousness. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's one way to put it um yeah so also cam uh, matt murray tonight uh we'll get to him now um bad first goal i mean you know, goes off his glove and and you know i saw all the tweets oh my god glove side glove side i knew those would be out in full sore force you know if i probably drank a shot after seeing all of them i'd probably be gone in five, five milliseconds um but you know after that uh that save in the second period towards the end sprawling out to make the save on kyle palmieri on a wraparound um, I think that's probably his best save of, of the season, um, or it's up there. It's definitely in his top five. Just absolutely a spectacular save, and then was really good in the third period. I know he gave up the, the goal to Miles Wood, but you know what? Um, Gino was able to take it from there, but still. Um, mostly, overall, a good um, performance from Matt Murray, despite that first goal that he allowed. Oh, for sure. And 
I think this is when you need to start just working with Matt Murray as your number one goalie and start working him towards playoffs. I they I just personally think they need to stop flip flopping now at this time of the year and just stick with one goalie. Um, as great as Jari's been, I think you know there just needs a little a little bit of consistency in the lineup and. Um, I don't know. Maybe that that can change a little bit for for the players and their morale. Just having that goalie back there that they know on a, on a consistent basis, and it's like, oh, it's gonna be this guy tonight. Or I don't know. Maybe they feel like they can they have to play different for a different goalie. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It's just stuff like that. But I think Murray is definitely the number one goalie, and when he plays like this tonight, despite that first goal, he's He's our number one goalie. Yeah, and, it's you know. they, they they've given him every opportunity to seize the net back. I think we all know what the Penguins' coaching staff preference is going into the playoffs to start. You know, they want Matt Murray to be the guy. You know, they don't. I want to have to go to someone who's, of course, unproven in the playoffs. He's never in Tristan Jari. He's never started. You know, even though he's play Jari's play has dropped a bit lately. I think they all they still want Murray to be the starter. Um, I think he's probably going to be the starter in Columbus, which is going to be the next game for the Penguins on Thursday. Um, well, more on that, on that game uh, in the next segment, as well as um, talking about the power play, which you alluded to um, during a little bit in this segment, which was uh, a bit a mixed bag tonight, which is nothing out of the ordinary. All right, Cam. So the power play tonight, uh, they had really good movement on one of those. Uh, they had the, on one of the power plays. They just had the devil's gas for two minutes. I think the first unit was on the ice for basically the full two minutes. Pat bring away at Blackwood. Um, passing was crisp. The shots were nice. Then they had another power play, and it just um, it was just a, tur- a turd sandwich, as I'd probably like to call it. Um, this power play is just it's so painfully average. It's some. It's a lot of times it's bad. Um, the personnel sometimes is strange by putting Justin Schultz on the first power play unit still, yeah. and not Chris Letang. I don't really understand that. I liked it that they had Jason Zucker and Patrick Hornquist on there tonight. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, for the just of course for the two uh, net front presences, but yeah, it's just this power play. Um, I don't know what you do with it. It's um, it's just it's bad right now. Yeah, I mean it's it's frustrating, and um, they they've done this in the past where they they go on these streaks where it's it's just like you just have to slam something. You're just that mad and. Um, zone entries just are very bad and, and, you know, just passing it too much. And I think this goes back to Crosby and how he's not on his game right now. Cause when Crosby's on his game, that power play is just spectacular. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, a lot of people on Twitter I see are alluding to Mark Recchi, um, with the power play, but you know, it, I, I really don't know how to look at it. Personally, I, I just think it's a collective um, team thing right now where everyone's just not on their game right now and um, things aren't clicking. Mark Recchi's um, part of it, I would say. You know, yeah. the, the personnel management is kind of a joke. I talked about this yesterday. But I wouldn't um, put that all on him, though. Yeah. This, these are star players. You know what I mean? It's... I don't know. It's just... I hear you. It's it's Crosby and Malkin on the power play, and I, and like you said, having Schultz on the first line just doesn't make a lot of sense. I know it wasn't clicking to begin with uh, with Latang, but you have Crosby, Latang, and Malkin on that power play. 
You know what I mean? It's just, I think that's a given when you have those players on your team. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely weird, you know. And we know Kwasatanga has struggled, but, you know, if you wanted to get, get out, him out of it, I think a part of it is removing Schultz and getting Latang back on the top half. Yeah. Because, you know, you have Hornquist and Zucker, who are good two for net front presence. You can put Brian Rust on there. I think those three guys are almost interchangeable. You know, I, I know... Hornquist has been, of course, really good this season. He's been rejuvenated. Um, he's almost on. He's almost to twenty goals again this season. Um, just remarkable. But yeah, I, I just I think it's on Re- Recchi a bit. I think uh, it's on the, some of the players a bit for not shooting as much. I think they're trying to yeah, find personally. The play. I, I have a I have a little bit of. I, I might get a little, uh, you know, you know, hot takey here. Hot takey here. Yep. <laughs> But I just didn't. I haven't liked Brian Rust on the power play personally, and I know how great of a season he's he's been having. But it's like, I don't know. I, I did like Zucker on the power play tonight. I think that was a better fit for for. He just you know, works hard. He's good. He's been outstanding. He can take he can take the passes. I think a lot better than Rust uh, personally, even though he hasn't been as acquainted to the lineup um, compared to Rust, but. They're definitely. I, I um, we've said it before. They're definitely missing Gensel right now. I mean, this team would be really good right now with Gensel. Yeah, but. um, that's. I think everyone probably in the fan base definitely misses Jake Gensel, especially on the yeah, play where but, he's hey, just, he's so good you, on there. Yeah, I mean, it's like we we can wish and hope for whatever, but you know, you you play with what you got, and I, I do like Zucker on the first um, power play for sure. Yeah. And also, Cam, another person who had another perfect game tonight, uh, John Marino, uh, you know, uh, ho-ho-ho-hum, because he's just awesome. Um, looking at uh, Matt Go- I just actually had, went on Natural Stat Trick right now. Um, played about almost 13 minutes of even strength ice time. I'm looking at it right now. Um, shot attempts for 15, shot attempts against 3, scoring chances for 9-2, to two, um, for 9-2 against. Um, yeah, uh, ho-hum. For John Marino, uh, he's just he's spectacular. Uh, he's been great ever since coming back, and I think he's probably going to get that full shield um, off pretty soon. I always like going on Natural Statric and looking at um, the stats for how the team played after because the Penguins did good, I think, with the expected goal share as well. Their possession was really, really good tonight. Um, and just looking at John Marino's numbers again, um, just uh, just outstanding. And he's a rookie. You know what I yeah. mean? And, and you know, going back to the first podcast I was on here, I remember how much you were talking about John Marino and how big you were on John Marino. And I wasn't, I'll admit, I wasn't sold on John Marino because, hey, he's a rookie. But this dude is going to be legit later down the line for the Penguins. I mean, it's. He's an absolute stud. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, he has, I mean, he's had one or two, uh, to, sorry for my language, but piss poor games, but. For the most part, I mean, he is a, a consistent top four defenseman, and he he moves the puck well. I mean, his first game back scoring, I was like, man, this this is definitely what they needed. You know, I mean, not offensively, but just that that the energy and back in the lineup, and especially with Dumoulin too. I mean, that's I like that top four, even though Latang's off his game right now. Uh, and you know Pedersen had his moments a couple games ago, but I think this is a consistent top four that can. Um, it's a championship caliber top four, I think, right, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. and Pedersen's been much better 
ever since Marino came back to him. And, you know, he's not playing with Justin Schultz, who's been mostly pretty bad uh, for the season outside of tonight. But um, Cam, uh, look to look forward a little bit. The Penguins have another big game on Thursday. They play the Columbus Blue Jackets, which looks like the game is going to be um, going as scheduled um, amidst the coronavirus concerns. Um, I know the governor of Ohio has had some stuff to say about this. Um, haven't really talked about the coronavirus too much on the podcast. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about it, of course, on Twitter, you know, and all that stuff. But, um, you know, there's potential that more a lot of colleges could close down and whatnot. But, um, yeah, there's also potential camp for that game that there might not be a lot of fans in attendance there, considering that the Blue Jackets are basically just telling the governor of Ohio to um, piss off because they're just going to continue the game as scheduled. But still, with that, um, it's, it's going to be a big game for the Penguins. And, of course, they have... Carolina and the Islanders. So, um, yeah, these are three, you know, you beat the Devils, which is good. You're supposed to beat that team, but now you play three teams that are directly chasing you. Yeah, just to touch on it real quick with the coronavirus, I'm, I, I live here in Virginia Beach, and we just got our first two com- two confirmed cases today. Um, so it's, it's definitely starting to get um, concerns, and I can see why the NHL and other um, leagues are taking notice on it. Um, but yeah, um, going towards the, uh, Columbus game, that it's going to be an entertaining game. Um, we've said it so many times on this podcast, every time I've on, I've been on, but these, this month is so important to the Penguins because it, it's just, it's, it's all, basically all Metro teams. And, um, you know, those this past weekend was really important for the Pens, and to see them struggle, it was that's what hurt a lot of people because it's just like, man, th- those were they needed at least one of the two, if you know. Mm. And so they really need this win against Columbus tomorrow, even though tonight was an important win. Um, I think the Columbus game is more important. They're going to um, get even more important. Yeah, just each game just gets yeah. more, more important. You know, especially with that game and. Carolina, uh, three more times. They play the Islanders one more time, who are also right now on the Western Canada swing. So, going to root for that. Also, the Flyers lost tonight. That's good news for the Penguins. Uh, three points out of second place now. Four points out of first place from the Washington Capitals. So, you know, there's still room for the Penguins to potentially make a run at the Metro, even though they are running a bit out of time. So, this was a big step in the right direction for Pittsburgh. They were able to get the win. Um, 5-2. You know, we're going to hopefully uh, play even better defensively against Columbus. On Thursday, um, we'll we'll have it all broken down for you. We'll have another episode coming tomorrow. But uh, Cam, thank you so much for coming on this episode of Locked On Penguins. It really does mean a lot, and you know we're definitely going to have you on. I'm sure again, you know, probably many more times. Yeah, thanks, man. I just want to touch real quick on Nick Bukestad too. I feel so bad for this, yep. you know, here and week to week now, and um, you know, there was those rumors that they would potentially trade trade him at the deadline. And I, I thought it was so great to see him come back in the lineup and to have this happen. It's it's definitely heartbreaking to see. So I wish for a speedy recovery for Nick Bukestad and potentially having him in the playoffs. So just look forward to that. But other than that, um, thank you for having me on the podcast again. I look forward to it. And thank you to all the listeners. Yeah, so, yeah. Absolutely. Look yeah. for this win on against Columbus. So. Yeah, that would be big. And, yeah, hopefully, yes, Nick Bukestad – <clears throat> excuse me, does have a speedy recovery. Um, that sucks that, you know, he's almost turning into Bo Bennett in front of our very eyes. Um, that's actually sad Oof. to say, but um, that was a low blow. Sorry, Nick, you said, just please don't turn it into, uh, we don't want to have the, uh, well, <laughs> do that again. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. 
Cam and his um his, soundboard, his, his soundboard, yeah. his sound bites on his uh, PC are just uh, too good. Yeah, maybe we'll have. I need to get Mike Lang on here. You know. Yeah, we just got. We got to have. Um, he's gonna have. We just gotta do like a whole episode one time where it's just Cam and his sound bites. Um, the, the appropriate ones, <laughs> I'm, Cam. Not I'm the, the soundboard DJ. Yeah, know? the appropriate ones, not the inappropriate ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, for all that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We'll have another episode coming tomorrow, and we will talk to you all then. Oh wait, actually, you know what? Forgot. Well, I forgot one thing. Um, you know what? Just my bad. My bad. Um, please, you know, be sure to check out our Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast. Um, people over there that do it just do an outstanding job. Um, you know, they do that weekly. Um, just really good stuff for fantasy hockey wise, you know, for if you're still um, doing good in the playoffs and whatnot, uh, as you build, make your run basically. So yeah, please check that out. Um, we will be back tomorrow with another episode. I just forgot to add that at the end and we will talk to you all then.